0: Wings, listen up. Today's run is vitally important to our cause. Set your frequencies to Dice Time, a Star Wars Legion podcast and part of the Legion Academy Collective. Your lead wing captain today will be Ben Jetrin, and your support ship leader will be Paul Watson. Let's show them what we're made of, Rebels. Hello, everybody, welcome to Dice Time. I'm Ben Jetrin
1: i'm paul watson
0: we are back at it again ready to talk some legion and boy paul do we have a lot of legion to talk about yeah we do how have you been paul since our last episode how have you how have you fared in these in these crazy worlds that we live in
1: (laughs) good good just getting back in the swing of things with school and activities and all of that so uh, not as much time for gaming as i was i would like but oh. uh you know i got my fill of games uh, at gen con there was a lot going on so it that's was, fair it's, it's okay to take a little bit of a break
0: <laughs> some people some people gen con gaming is their whole year of gaming
1: that's true yeah <laughs> i pity i'm lucky people. i get a, I, yeah i get a little <laughs> more than that so uh my friend and i luckily have started up a, a game day every week where just the two of us get together and oh, get to play through nice. some games so yeah it's been fun to do that so I need, to, um, I need to do but that myself. Un- unfortunately, it's uh, it's not Legion. It's just uh, hey. it's it's more board games, but it's still gaming, which yeah. I enjoy. But
0: play what you can play.
1: Absolutely. How about you?
0: I have been doing not so much. tape. Well, I still do once a week Legion. I know I just said like I need to do, set up a day like that, and I've been playing Legion once a week every week anyway. So, <laughs> um, but. I've been—I've uh, actually been sinking all of my hours into Starfield, so no, 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 no tabletop gaming as much for me as as much as video gaming. So, uh, shout out for everyone who's playing Starfield still, <laughs> and will still be playing it for months to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be—I'll be there with you. Well, we should say exactly what we're going to talk about. We have two main topics today, one of which which will be up first. Is we're gonna get the vegetables out of the way, uh, and we're gonna be talking about because we haven't actually been, we haven't actually recorded an episode, Paul, since we've uh, since this announcement came out. But there was the store championship kit confusion fiasco, yeah. That um, a lot of people were uh talking about. So we're gonna we're gonna weigh in our two cents and explain what's going on, and then try to weigh in with what we've experienced and what we've seen, and uh, try to get. Try to get uh, that all sorted out in case that's still been on your mind. Um, the other thing is we have mini stravaganza. So after we get our vegetables out, we can have dessert uh, where we had Ooh. all sorts of fun announcements and fun things that were shown off. And I am very excited for uh, for them to all come out. Some of them more than others because I've already made lists with some of them. <laughs> so we can, yeah. uh, we'll look at that. Um, but yeah. I say we uh, probably get started, uh, Paul. Let's let's open up this can of vegetables and let's get on. <laughs> let's get on with this part. Yeah, for sure. So, store championship kit confusion. So this was an article that dropped basically like at the end of August, start of September, that was talking to everyone who had been to an event or had hosted an event or anything like that. This is from AMG that was like, hey, so. There wasn't enough. Conf- there wasn't enough like laid out, I guess, because there was a lot of confusion in the store championship kits and how they were n- needed to run. The biggest thing that they saw that they thought were a problem was a sixteen-player minimum at these events. And uh, just to excerpt this article, as listed inside the store championship kits, these events require a sixteen-player minimum. Tournaments must have 16 unique active players for the winner to receive an invite to Worlds. Events, with less than 16 minimum, may award all physical prizes in the kit, but the invite on the championship card will not be valid. This policy was put into place to control the competitive integrity of the invite. Uh, And it it goes on to say more, kind of more in detail what that means. Um, But a lot of people were upset when they saw this because it meant that a lot of their invites were not going to be valid anymore because mm-hmm. that's also something that says in the invite uh, or in this article. It, it states that if you didn't get... uh, Hang on, where is it? It should be noted here that if these events are not necessarily right for every store or community, it may not be possible to draw on 16 players. There are other opportunities for store to hold... Give out neat prizes for smaller tournaments. Blah blah blah. Uh, they're going to be looking at every store's submission to confirm invites. This process will be completed in February 2024. At that time, we will contact players with a link for them to complete their world's registration. So they're going to be looking at every store's submission, which they've now given information as to where you should do that. Uh, because mm-hmm. that was I. I'm almost positive it was not in the store championship kit, S- but. Uh, they have provided that information now and then said that you know the process will be completed in February which is a month before worlds so there's a lot to unpack here
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um, first and foremost I think in my book I'm just going to go out to say here um, that I am going to be I'm of the current belief right now that everything that was done at my event, that the, the events that I've like helped put on and that I've been to, have all been completely valid within the rules, uh, as stated in this article. And I don't think have any problem... I We shouldn't have any problem confirming the invites for the people that won the events that I've been at. We have not submitted the store stuff yet because I need to talk with the store owners and make sure that they do everything right because they don't they don't know what this article is <laughs> like I've, I've talked to them briefly about it and they're like oh well I would like you there when we do this to make sure we're doing this right because they want to protect the players that played in their events as well uh, as do I um, but right. I know that there's going to be people that do this Paul that are going to be not truthful because I know that there's a lot of events that have run and that people have bragged about that they've been to 10 player <laughs> events 8 player events and yeah. got their invite. And I, from the get-go, was like, that's not how... The, like, it says in the kit, 16-player minimum. Right. So when people are hosting events that are like 10 and 8, and I'm like, you can't give out an invite at those. That's not what the kit says. That's not what the instructions were.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I. That it's, it's just so tough. I feel like there's some on both sides, right? Like, people on on the side of events for sure should have been very clear. Like, Hey, if we don't get 16, we can't give out an invite. We can still host the tournament. We'll give out some cool prizes, but like that, that's the rules of the like invites that we've been given. Right. Right. And, And again, like there's stuff with AMG. We talked about this a little bit. There's stuff with AMG. That's a little more, I don't know. I feel like lacks when it, when we talk about invites and things like that, then FFG when they were, you know, putting that out and had like all the reporting and things that you had to do when you had an event and who got invites and all of that, that it, it didn't seem like it was quite to that level Yeah, with this kit. I but, agree. but again, like you said, right? Like you, it says 16, right? right? <laughs> It, I feel like it was pretty clear. Everyone knew that going into it. So, he, well, you know, here if, we, if, here you we read, <laughs> if you read the
0: document, then yeah. If right. you didn't well, read the which... document and you just went, you know, full ham on, you know, I got these cards. Now I'm going to run the event however I want. Then, then no, you don't know that. <laughs>
1: Which, which I guess that's the, I guess that's another important piece of if you're running an event, you really should be up to speed on the rules and you know, what kind of prize support, if you're getting kits, can, what can you give out? How much can you give out? Is it open to interpretation like that? Or is it pretty clear what you need to have? Like you, you should be up to speed on that. And I'm not asking every store owner to do that. I think we've talked about it before, right? Find your, you know, local Star Wars Legion champion, the person who is excited about it, who wants to run events, who wants to have a great community and either let them help you run the event or kind of give them the reins to run the event and, you know, supply them with the, you know, the kits and things like that. Mm -hmm. But again, someone needs to be pretty up to speed on the rules and regulations and and turn like organized play pieces that are out there um so but but again it's you know like you went to a four-person event like (laughs) uh...
0: do you think this is what they intended (laughs) when they sent these out
1: well and i and i also get on the other hand too right like you from what amg was saying you know kind of what they said and i'm not going to be able to repeat it word for word but they you know are looking at the integrity of um the invite and things like that invite, yeah yeah, and, and part of me like i i understand what you're saying but part of me feels also that that's a kind of like a backhanded comment to make because i also uh, like on the flip side right just because you come from a, a community that is small and local and you only have six players does not mean that you are not going to be able to be the caliber of player that can go and do yeah. well at worlds. Like imagine
0: if Luke Cook was in a was in a community of 3 people.
1: Right. Like his but local they could was they just could three be people cause, three cuz they live of in like the best players, right? right? Like
0: And they, and those could be like your three best players in the world but they just play in a small community up in like
1: I don't know, Alaska and there's no players anywhere. Well, and and I guess if you if you think about that, if we're, since, since you brought up Luke like that's a, that would be a good example if they had just a really small community because him and his dad consistently do well in those tournaments right yeah like what if it's just the two of them and a couple other people that show up to their local store that play? they would like, never get to go right they would never get invites they're not like but, and so i
0: get but, but i i totally agree because it's a double edged sword it's like right the best players could get screwed over by having too small of a community but at the same time you don't just want people who are conspiring to only allow they are four local players of like their major community of a hundred people, but I only run an event yes. with four slots so that one of the, one of their friends can go, you know? Right. right. Like it's, it's a hard line to do that. Like, I don't know. What, yeah, for it's, sure. It's hard for AMG to try and like draw that line. Um, You kind of have to pick one or the other. And I think in this case, they're picking the number side, which is, you know, understandable. It says that like, You know, they hope they they at least hope that small communities can work together to get enough players to award their invites. But yeah, uh, but they're like, but that's all we can do is send you hope. And rebellions are built on hope. (laughs) So yeah,
1: I know, like, if if that were the case now, I think like, well, I think when I got my original invite in Muncie, we we had like twenty something players. Oh God, we had like yeah,
0: we had like. 24 or like yeah we had an upper like our upper 20s or something we can maybe even go back to listen to the episode and find out but like yeah there was a lot <laughs> there was more but, people that i feel like we've been struggling to get 16 people to sign up for some of our events that's like, it's like that's
1: uh, what i was saying like right now though but we were like uh, up in 20s in muncie and it was easy
0: it was like whoa right
1: but like we can't even get that now so i don't and know that's, and that's and in our area that's people coming from a couple hours in all directions, yeah. Yeah. like from there, you know, to get there. And so that that's interesting. I even think about like some of my uh, local events that I've been to at my local game store that's like a half an hour away from me. Mm-hmm. But we would have people coming up from Indianapolis, which is about
0: like two hours,
1: two hours, yeah. like probably to get to my local store yep. to play in that. And sometimes even with our local guys and people coming up from Indianapolis, we would barely get to what would be you know, considered invite range. Right. And sometimes, like you said, like if someone drops like, oh, well, we had 16 or 18 people, but then three of them didn't show up. And now all of a sudden we have 15. Right. Like, it's like, if, and then I feel bad, like, is that really fair to the rest of the people who like came and were expecting an invite and stuff like that? So, like, it's, it's hard. Like, it's a hard, where, where do you draw that line in the sand? Right.
0: Well, and, and, uh, and, and just to touch on that point, I feel like for them to, uh, for them to like, cut it away and said like i i think they're going about this with the store submit i want to say i want to hope that they're going about these store submission things and taking each and everything into consideration like case by case until like at least for this point right now because i think like you said or like we've been talking about there's a lot of give and take in some of these like we don't want to screw over these people because these people did this or we don't want to screw everybody over because one guy did this you know right um there could be an event of 16 people and everyone's all ready to go and everything and like round one is they got pairings ready and some guy saw that he was gonna go up against like, I don't know, the, the, the last Luke year's Cook. champ yeah, the Luke Cook of his community. <laughs> and he's just like, Oh, well, I'm not gonna win this, and he just drops right there. Like he's like not even before round one. He's just like, I drop. And then you've got fifteen people before round one even starts. Does that just screw over everyone for their invite? Because that guy was yeah. like a sore loser? Like that would suck. Yeah. So I don't so like I don't know. I think they gotta take everything case by case and look at it because I think some of that is uh is really delicate. I think it's really yeah. delicate how some of these things have to happen. But, like, I don't remember this problem being with, like, FF Not to, not to dog on them or anything, but, like, I don't remember this problem being with FFG. Like, yeah, I think I everyone just got their the... invites. I think they reported it. Like, they were sh- they were shown where to report it on time, like, as part of the kit. And everyone reported their stuff on time. And I don't think there was any problems like this.
1: Yeah, and, I, and part of me wonders if it's kind of... Um... You know, FFG was part of a organization essentially that did a lot of organized play, right? Yeah. A lot of tournaments. And then these like world invites where, you know, at one point they were in they were flying people out and you oh, know, yeah, yeah. it was it was a big deal, right? Sure. And I AMG got Asthma picked Day. up a lot of games. Yeah, you know, Asmodee had big stuff going on at major conventions and stuff, and and here we have, you know, a, a smaller company that took on some huge IPs, and I know, like, it's been a little bit, but there's, it takes a while to get your feet under you, and learn a a system that's that big and has that many players and big events if you're not used to running that kind of stuff i mean right like crisis protocol has been around but the the level of events uh compared to like the world's invites that have been going on in you know some of the bigger game communities like that's a lot for them to adjust to and and prepare for and they have I mean especially when they took over they had a very small staff right yeah. so oh, yeah. like it's it's a big ask you know from a, a company and an umbrella company that had dedicated people who did nothing but organize play yeah,
0: right <laughs> um to this and then so like, and you,
1: then asking a handful of people like hey, not only do, do I do this? I need you to yeah. I need yeah. to take all these games and all the organized play and all the convention stuff. And, you know, it's just like, it's a lot. Yeah. And so I, I, I would expect some growing pains for sure. And, and uh, I know here's the thing. Some they're not going to handle okay. it perfectly. Right.
0: <laughs> some people are going to listen to that though. And they're going to be like, okay, but how long can we just say AMG got this thrown on them? They're going to be like, how many, how many years are we going to be saying AMG oh, I... got this thrown on them? And how long are we going to let that pass? i
1: mean i agree i i they need to get their stuff together for sure <laughs> like i mean that's it's it's one of those double-edged swords like you talked about right is like on the one hand i get it they were thrown a lot on their plate really quick but you got figured out like yeah if you're but like on the other hand you can't use that as an ex-
0: we can't we can't just use that as an excuse for every misstep along the way
1: no absolutely not at some point you got to get it figured out yeah and and to the point and when i say figured out i don't even mean like coming back and sending out, like, this memo, essentially, right? I mean, like, planning from the beginning of some of these, what could go wrong? Yeah, and putting out a very clear expectation at the beginning and making sure everyone understands and planning for the, okay, how is this going to get interpreted? How... Right. Is a small community going to be affected by this? How is a large community going to be affected by this? Like, we want all what of our players happens? to be satisfied and have chances, right? So, how do we make that happen and have it fair to everyone else? And yeah, like, those are all things just like play testing in games, right? Like, you can't just release stuff without having tested it at least a little right. bit to figure it out. Like, you got to plan ahead for some of that stuff. So, um, I I hope that they have learned uh from this and will move forward in a way that like you said I hope that they look at things case by case because I don't I don't know that everyone who got an invite at a, an event that was under 16 players should have their invite taken away I agree but again, I agree that there's that's some. a case by case
0: <laughs> I think that there's some uh no like sorry those people but I feel like there are some events that it's like you should get your invite taken away. <laughs> yeah, I'm and that's sorry, a hot like, take. Uh, but why don't why I, don't but I you,
1: you, me, and two buddies like come get a right. four person event? We'll just play oh, at and, my hey, house for a little while. Store and we'll owner, get a kid. <laughs> store owner, friend,
0: can you close the event off at four people? Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's an invite. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. It it's the it's the conspiring and the and the backstabbery and the. And the conniving that I can't stand that, in this. Yeah, in that's this game. that's
1: the part is when people take advantage of a situation too it is not okay. On the flip side of that, right? I kind of harped on. Don't AMG get me wrong. I love so.
0: I love espionage and and sneakiness and getting around rules, but not in war games. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> come on,
1: that's a different kind this of. This is
0: where we're supposed to have structure and rules.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it's hopefully hopefully they will like you said look at things case by case and and take away ones that rightfully should not have been given out and then also give people opportunity if there is uh, some gray area there yep so if you were at one of these events
0: and you have an invite or you don't have an invite but you you know if you or this was an event that you ran or something, and you want to make sure that your you know, integrity of your event is all up to speed, um, I believe the email that they'd like you to do is op at atomicmassgames.com, which would be their question for questions and answers of all kinds regarding uh, the, the store tournament kits. But yeah, so like as much as we've been saying some of this is like on AMG, like they need to get their stuff together when it comes to this and they need to think ahead part of me is like you know when you're teaching someone something that you know so well like it's a part of your life and you just over miss some uh-huh. details because you know it so well and you're like yeah right. and here's all those things like i've done it for um I've, i mean i can just say i can i've done it for legion where it's like i'm teaching someone the game for the first time and we're doing all this blah 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 and then they're like oh and then like but how do i but but I can't make but how do I like do a melee attack? And like I'm like, oh, we're like an hour into this game and I never told you how to melee attack? Oh my god. I'm, like, <laughs> oh I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um but like something like that, for example, or like, oh, the dodge. I never even told you about the dodge. Like, oh my god. And we're like an hour in. I feel like maybe something happened like that in yeah. like reporting this kit. Like in re- in the reporting process. Because like I don't recall there being like a clear, concise answer in the store turn championship kit as to like where do we report winners and what is all and what do we do with mm. that and where's the dates on this and you know I and I feel like some of the stuff was just kind of like oh you know you know like they just kind of put it out there and then we're like and and they'll know and it's like right. no you there's some dumb people out there man you gotta be specific <laughs> and there's also some people who are like. Not just I'm not just saying this is for for people who are dumb. You know, that's that's not what I mean. I'm what I'm the other. The other part of it is that there are people who really look at rules and who really look at structure. And those are the wargamer people. (laughs) Those are the people that read every rule as written and see what it means before they look at, you know, what's intended. And I try to look at everything as rules as intended before I look at it as rules as written. But that doesn't always work. But as much as we've been saying it on AMG's part, there is some level of player responsibility here that I would like to give everyone going forward. Consider when you're playing a game of Legion that you and your opponent, even at the at the top level, at Worlds even, you and your opponent are responsible before a judge to maintain proper legal game state. Yep. You are required to know the rules, not every single rule by heart, but you are required to know the basic rules or have access to the rules, some way that you can maintain game state with each other. You know, you can have your rule book on your phone, like, that's fine. If you're a new player, you know, you don't need to know all these rules by heart. It's okay. Like, but that being said, you are used as a player still have a responsibility to maintain game state at competitive levels, you know? If you and your right. opponent have an effect that triggers and both of you forgot it, that's on both of you unfortunately. Like you guys can right. agree how to go about it whatever you want. Like, "Oh, we forgot to do oh, I would have got a name token here when that happened." And you guys can like settle that however you want to settle that, but the fact that both of you missed it is both of your responsibility. So, in that with that said, I would like to think that you should apply that same logic to events you go to. That are competitive like this. You are, you should look at the store championship kit. And read the rules. And see how these things are supposed to be done. If you're a player. Like even if you're a player. That's what I'm saying. Go into this knowing there's a 16 player minimum. That needs to give out a world invite. And if you show up to. And, and, and all these other rules. Like the even the the, the play clock thing. That's so dumb, but it's there. It's a rule. <laughs> right. But all of these little things, like look over the kit, see what the rules are, see what this event is supposed to look like, then when you're at that event, when you don't see, or I should say if, because there are people that run everything above board, of course, if you are in an event where this, these rules don't add up, you show up and there's eight people, and they're still talking about giving out an invite, or you show up and like they're doing something drastically different than what you saw in the rules. Like not in a, not in a mean way or not in a gotcha or any kind of mean way, but like talk to your judge about that. Like talk to your event organizer about that. Like, yo, I know that this says this. So why is it different? Like what, Mm -hmm. what, 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 like explain to me like what's going on here because this should be like this. And I'm not being, and I'm not trying to say that as like, narc on every event that's that's doing it wrong but like just clarify that because sometimes somebody doesn't know you know i could see an event like this getting run where they didn't know that you needed 16 players minimum because they didn't read that part or something like that but like help maintain the integrity of the games you play but also help maintain the integrity of the events that you're in because the last thing i want to see is someone's world invite get taken away because uh the event that they were in wasn't fair and wasn't run properly outside of their control. So, like I just I don't want to see anyone get robbed. That's all. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. I don't want to see anyone get robbed who shouldn't be robbed. I think we're right. both I think we're both saying that, but I'm just yeah. saying like if you know the rules of the event you're going to and you bring it up with your judge when you see it not being enforced, that helps mitigate instances like these are happening where invites are getting taken away. So that's my, there's responsibility on both AMG as a company for doing it this way and having to make retractions later. But I think there's also player responsibility of maintaining the integrity of the events that you're playing in so that this kind of thing doesn't happen to you. Right. Anyway, that's my Ted talk. (laughs) Welcome. See y'all next time. Wait a minute. There's more that we can talk about. We're done with our vegetables, Paul. My plate is clean. Good. So what do we have for dessert?
1: Uh, Tons. We have so many options for everybody.
0: There are. Yeah, I would agree. There are options for everybody. So, Paul, what would you like to start with? Is there a faction you'd like to start with or a unit that you're most excited about you want to talk about?
1: I mean there is a unit I'm most excited about, but I kinda wanna save them for later. <laughs> All right. Well they probably have they probably have the least to talk about though, so that's fair.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um well I guess we could start with the things that uh do have stuff to talk about. Um some of those being wait, we, well, I should say. Mini Stravaganza happened. Uh at this point. It'd be like two weeks ago. Uh, as of time yeah. of recording, um, it'd be like two weeks ago, which means we've had a lot of time to digest and play with the ideas of what things are supposed to do, which is fun. And there's a lot of really cool stuff that's coming out. So oh yeah, to dive into some of that, we've got I'll just I'll just start from the ground floor here. Geonosians oceans are yeah. fully shown off and ready to be brought to the table very soon yeah so we won't i'm not gonna go through every single card of theirs or anything uh because i'll be honest they're cool and all but like i have little interest in them and especially because i play so little separatists that it really doesn't matter but uh they're pretty cool looking and they have some pretty cool rules and stuff that are new that are well new ways to use old rules which i think are
1: cool what yeah, I you, love
0: what did you love, Paul? Tell me about them
1: honestly, the the first thing that I absolutely love is the models. They look fantastic. <laughs> yeah, actually, they the models are really good. they they look really good, and they're gonna be fun to see on the battlefield just a bunch of little bugs. <laughs> and I can't wait to squish a bunch of them. Uh, <laughs> I like here's the thing. I think the models look great. I'm with you. They're not one that I'm like super excited about, but I know that there are a lot of people who are excited about them. Oh, yeah. Like I'm I'm not gonna go out and buy seven boxes or you know, whatever, like people are doing with Ewoks. Oh, like yeah. I'm just just not not gonna do it. Um they're not they're not one that I am like super thrilled about. Again, models look cool. And like you said, the the couple of abilities, oh man, I really like some of the design uh, space that they used with, with some of these abilities for sure.
0: Yeah. the uh, So they've got like Sonic Blasters, range one to two, black, white, their speed to they, the, 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 these are just like Geon Ocean warriors. Uh, they're a core unit for separatists, 45 points. Um, they have, uh, they have scale, which sure um, they have jump, but they have jump three.
1: Oh, jump three. I love it. Which has
0: never been seen in the game. Yeah. Everyone has had jump two. So what does jump three mean, you might ask? Well, and I'm not an expert on this, uh, but jump one and two indicate that you can ignore terrain up to that height when you're going, when you're doing your move, when you're jumping. There mm. is such a thing as terrain level three height three height three terrain what it what it doesn't come up very often though because that's not a level that you can touch height three Mm -hmm. is an indication for terrain that is supposed to be so impossibly high that you cannot touch the top of it say for example if we were playing like a new york street map paul and the middle of the board was the empire state building like miniatures wise, proper scale, we're not going to get to the top of the Empire State Building. Like no. it's just not happening. <laughs> so, we're going to like we're going to battle in the street and then there's going to be this big huge building, but we're not going to ever get to the top of that because it's just right. too high. So, that would be an example of height 3 terrain. So, jump 3 means that they would be able to ignore even that terrain when they do their move now what now that doesn't mean that they can land on top of it but that means that they can move over it which has not been previously done by any other unit that has jump because they can only jump up to height one or two they cannot ignore height three terrain geonosian warriors will ignore height three terrain so kind of one of the craziest jumps i've ever seen
1: yeah, it's, and I know you've talked about it plenty of times before. Jump is like one of your favorite jump, keywords. Jump, jump, <laughs> jump. And so, yeah, that man, they are so mobile. It's, it's very interesting. Like, there's not a lot that is going to be able to slow them down. Even though they have weighed down as a keyword. Uh huh. When the unit has
0: a claimed objective, it cannot use jump, which is fair. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I, and honestly, I like that, right? Because yeah. these are just the size of them, right? They're they're tiny, they're little tiny wings. Yeah, <laughs> they're not baby. meant for carrying heavy loads, right? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they wouldn't be able to carry a big crate.
0: And um, then they also have death from above.
1: Oh yeah, which is a new key. Tell us about it. So can't can't wait. <laughs> tell us about. it. <laughs>
0: Tell me what it does. Uh, When this unit attacks, it may ignore cover if the unit's unit leader is overlapping a piece of non-area terrain of greater height than any terrain of the defending unit's unit leader is overlapping. So, breaking down what that means. You got a dude who's up on a cliff. And as long as you're up on that cliff and you're higher than your opponent, who is... they're They're on a cliff... you're on a higher cliff you just ignore Mm -hmm. their. you just ignore cover completely yeah you just boom got you which is scary as heck and i'd be really terrified to see what else they give that to because that's a a powerful keyword especially on a unit that has jump
1: (laughs) i was gonna say unit that has jump and scale like yeah just something that is going to be able to manipulate you know, terrain and all of that. Yeah. It's, it's a very cool keyword. And then the, it just adds some different dynamics of playing. Right. Cause instead of, um, you know, being in a position where, Oh, I'm just going to aim and shoot. Cause I know you're behind cover. So I want to get those re-rolls or whatever. Yep. Um, now it's like, well, or I'm just going to jump up to something higher than you and just ignore your cover Yep. instead, which might be more of a payoff than re-rolling two dice
0: it's terrifying
1: yeah i i really like it and yeah it opens up some space right yeah, yeah it op- so- and it opens up some space for some other things to get that keyword and have some really interesting um just ways of playing because it's again it's it, it just changes some of the dynamics of oh do i just sit here and shoot you or This adds more of that dynamic of like, yeah, let's move around and let me try to outmaneuver you kind of uh, thing, you know, added to the game. Not, Not that it wasn't there before, but just adds that dynamic even a little bit more so. When you're, you know, looking down against a bunch of gene oceans, it's like, well, now I can't just run to cover and just shoot you with my, you know, elite shooty army. Mm-hmm. I have to plan around you popping up on this terrain and just ignoring all the benefits that I get. So, yeah, I, I like it. It's It's got some really cool keywords to, to play on, a, you know, 45 point unit. Yeah, pretty good.
0: And then we have named Geonosians, Sunfak, the Operative, and Poggle, the Lesser Commander, who yeah. have a whole slew of keywords. Uh, I'm going to make it short by saying SunFac is basically a Geonosian warrior unit, but with slightly more keywords, and Retinue, Poggle, the Lesser. And Poggle, the Lesser is very cool as far as a support commander for droids, because yeah. uh, he has Compel... Core unit, Separatist Alliance trooper, and he has Entourage B twos, which is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, he's cool. Plus, they have command cards, which I'm not. I I keep saying we're not going to get into them, but like, there's some really cool stuff that they do. So, uh, I won't. I'm 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 actually not going to dive into it because there's like a paragraph of text on each of these cards, but they are real. uh, The 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 surmising summary here is they're really good for coordinating with both gene ocean warriors and your droids specifically yep. pog of the lesser is really good with droids yep so
1: and i i just the one thing i do want to point out not going into super detail with yep. it is i love that there is another four pip
0: yeah we have the, the second four pip in the game now yay
1: it just <laughs> that that's just another interesting design space right like we've never touched four pips before other than our standing orders right mm-hmm. well now it's like man you get something that goes at the same time as standing orders but it does something <laughs> and is a pretty decent card yeah so i i just like that they're they continue to do things with the you know the pip system and you know we we had it. So it's like, Oh, if you tie, you win. You, we've had, you know, this one counts as, you know, this three pip counts as a, a two pip, and, you know, like that kind of right. Um, tweaks to some of that. And so here's just another version of that, that we haven't seen. And just again, opens up that, that space for things in the future. And I, I like that.
0: I do too. Also with the separatists that they'll be getting far in the future. Crab droids.
1: Oh man. I yeah, those are ones that I've wanted. They look cool. <laughs>
0: they they've shown off one uh one like uh what do I want to say? Rendering of a model. Yeah. And uh it looks fun. So uh I'm it does. I'll look forward to seeing how it works.
1: Yeah, it has some has some good details. I I hope that they test it a little bit and we don't have the same issue as spider, spider droids, droids when they yeah. came out, but <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. (laughs) Like you said, they're
0: learning. They're learning. (laughs) Um, I hope (laughs) one thing that a lot of people are really excited about. I don't know if this is the thing that you wanted to really uh, deep dive into, but on the other side of that war, the Republic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. clone commandos have been confirmed. Uh,
1: uh.
0: (laughs) I take it that was the thing.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and I think one of the biggest pieces that I'm really excited about is not only are you just getting like commandos that will be fun to run just like generic units of commandos, but man getting that whole Republic commando uh, Delta, Delta squad. squad yep. oh, <laughs> uh, brings me back down, yeah. you know, down nostalgia lane of, <laughs> uh, playing that game. I really enjoyed playing that game, uh, when it came out and, mm-hmm. um, and I'm looking forward to having those guys on the field too. Um, and just i'm 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 disappointed that we didn't get at least some of their cards like thrown out at least give me the basic like <laughs> squad please like now i have to wait even longer well um, i'm i'm excited for i'm them.
0: and i'm in the same boat as you i really want to see these cards um i think they're going to be cool like i'm excited to add clone commandos to my republic ranks but i'm just so insanely curious how they're going to capture delta squad Oh, yeah. There's a million I, so, different ways they could go about it.
1: And I so want to So, Wizards of the Coast has a, or had a, like, Star Wars, like, miniatures game yep. a, a while back. Yep. And Delta Squad was in that. And it was very, very cool because each of the Delta Squad individuals, you know, like, they, they very much felt like and had unique abilities that, Made sense for their character. Um, That's good, and I I really hope that AMG can do the same in capturing some of that with Delta Squad for sure because they have such a it's uh it's kind of like Bad Batch, right? Like they all yeah. have such unique characters and personalities. You really want to do each of them justice when you're mm-hmm. putting them out um, because every every person is going to have that character that they gravitate towards yeah um there are going to be people who just want uh sev right like mm-hmm. and then there's going to be people like so, man fixer fixer was my guy like <laughs> so
0: my question is do they do uh delta squad like they did clan Ren? or do they yeah. do a more like they did um inferno squad where you can run generic clone commanders, but then there's a Delta Squad version, but then it has like it's just boss, and then you have to mm. put three heavies on it. But those three heavies, if you don't make Delta Squad, it could go on other squads, yeah, and be leaders. Like, do they do, do they go that route? I don't know. That'd be that'd be interesting. And honestly, I would. I want to see a version of Delta Squad that's 500 points. <laughs> like I want to I want to oh. be able to play skirmish with just Delta squad and be that like would be interesting. and be like bring me 500 points of B1s and B2s and Sunfac and uh Pog of the Lesser and let me gun you down <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> or give me uh if it can't be a like a battle force or something give me a uh an organized play where I can play uh well I guess actually you could depend well I guess it depends on how i got to see the cards. i got to see the cards before I can decide. But um, Recover the Asset, which we haven't actually deep-dive talked about on the show yet, and we'll probably have to wait until next time before we do that, um, because I would like to play the event before before we talk about it. Um, But Recover the Asset might actually be a way that you could go about that, because it's a 600-point list versus an 800-point list. And I don't know how expensive Delta Squad's going to be, but Special Forces are allowed. Uh, Operatives are allowed for one side. So, I mean, like... You could, depending how the cards shake out, I would love to see it to where you could play recover the asset with just like Delta Squad versus uh 800 points of droids.
1: <laughs> that that would be fun.
0: That would be awesome, and have it be a I would,
1: fight. I would do it for sure.
0: So, yep, I'm excited to see how they do that, or if they if they go about making each individual character a different unit. I don't know. I don't know how they want to do it. Like it, I, there's a million. Different I would. Ways.
1: I would love to have options. I would love to be able to fit them. I would love to be able to fit them in like you can with some of the other clones, right? You got, you know, like fives, Fives. just like plopping them into a unit wherever you wanted. Um, I would love to see them have like a clan Ren style card too, where they could just all be one unit. Um, I I think that that we will probably see that. I think that's probably most likely, right? That that makes yeah. sense to just have one unit that's just all of them um in this game, but I I'm with you, man. I oh. I would be okay like with them all kind of like leaning their own squad of clone troopers or um that would be cool. or like or a specific battle force where you like you don't have to take a leader and you can just take uh like as the yeah, delta squad where they're just like leading you know phase twos or something you know like something like that with mm. them or like yeah that would be a really cool uh a thing and and then you know just make it so uh all the saves that they roll they only take damage on surges and block everything else and <laughs> just make them it's only four squads of guys but they're like pretty much invincible yeah but they're just <laughs> impossible to kill yeah <laughs>
0: um something no, that, i'm excited yeah i'm i'm very excited I, I cannot wait to see those cards so uh another thing that's that everyone is getting and you're gonna be like why why did we suddenly shift to this thing and it's and i have a reason um yeah one thing that ffg promised a long time ago there that they when they transition when clone wars started um, they were going to do the shift to hard plastic. They went on the sprues, and they said at some point they would like everything that's on soft plastic to be re-sculpted and remade for sprues and hard plastic. Yeah. During mini-stravaganza, AMG confirmed they will be doing that, and we have a timeline. And, the, and some renderings. They showed off Rebel Commandos, Stormtroopers, uh, Vader, Luke, and Leia, they showed like resculpts of all those, and I was like, oh my God, I really am going to buy all these models again. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to buy another core set. I can't believe it. Um, and w- those are going to be coming to stores 2025. So we have yeah. time, it's down the line. We have time, but I love the resculpted models, and I'm ready to update my core units that I've had painted for five years
1: with some (laughs) fresh new
0: models with fresh new paint jobs and be like, yeah, let's go. Cause I know I I really am using core units that I've had painted for five years. And I'm like, yeah, "Uh, I could do a better paint job, but like, then I have to paint another unit of stormtroopers, And why would I do that when I could paint this new thing that just came out?
1: Yeah. And I know there's going to be a lot of people who are excited about, um, you know, like the new rebel troopers that have a bunch of, uh, alien options. Yeah. and... And I'm glad that they're doing that yeah I, I know there's gonna be a lot of people who are super excited about that and then there's honestly there's gonna be other people like me who i'm just like yeah <laughs> Man, i like them sure i like maybe. them but i'm not gonna go buy a bunch of boxes just to have these extra little sculpts that's like fair. i just i want not will, something i need but... <laughs> yeah like it, again that's it just opens it up for people who want that and i will say i do like that they have leia in her endor like stuff i like, like it too uh, but gosh when am i getting my Tantive
0: of four leia
1: like my <laughs> legal
0: Tantive of four a new hope most iconic outfit leia ah, it's, that's all right. fair. it's all right it's all right um i do i do like that they did the indoor leia that's cool yeah um, it makes I, I just... it makes sense for the indoor battle force that you can play her in so
1: yes yeah now on the other hand stormtroopers oh oh that i and I don't know that they look different enough that I really need them personally. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair.
0: Um, but yeah, but definitely cool. Yeah. I was going to say very cool on those. And then the Republic Republic, the rebels and the empire both have a new unit that we know nothing about, except for seeing some models, um, rebel saboteurs Yep. and range troopers. And I know that there are people that have been waiting for range troopers. Um, I'm, Insanely curious how they're gonna do them because if I got free rain uh range troopers would be allowed to walk on walls and stay there. But I don't know how to <laughs> physically make that happen in the game. So um I don't know how they're gonna do it, but I think it'd be everyone I, like I thought everyone cool. and... what's that?
1: I was just going to say, everyone is going to be required to have all of their terrain be made out of metal. Yeah. (laughs) And you're required to magnetize
0: range troopers so that they can walk on walls. I want you to know that I will be trying that uh, because it's cool. (laughs) But uh, yeah, uh, there's no vertical movement really in the game. So I don't know how they would do it. Um, And and they're slow, so I don't know if they get scale.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering if they'll know. have some just something like scale. Is there just a poor uh, unit on on scale and speed? Walk, yeah, I don't know. that's it, yeah. It'll be interesting. I will say, like, I I love the kind of like you know uh, fur, kind of snowy kind of look that range troopers have. So yeah, I do too. they, they are cool, cool looking models. Not super dynamic poses, um, but the models themselves. I mean. Like I said, the the aesthetic of them looks looks fun.
0: Yep. So there is one last thing which I have which we have not mentioned yet, uh, and it's because I have the most to talk about it, <laughs> uh, and it caught me by surprise. I was uh, I was very much not. Oh, actually, there's two things. All right, let me. How long are we going right now? <laughs> so I'm like, where I'm like, where are we? Fifty <sighs> two. Okay, real fast. Inquisitors. Yeah. Inquisitors took me by surprise. They were very much I they were not on my radar. I knew that they were yeah. coming, and I was like, yeah, 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 Inquisitors, uh, Fifth Brother, Seventh Sister, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, And then like they showed me the cards, and I and like then it snapped on me. I was like, they were in Rebels. This is yeah. a Star Wars Rebels release. And mm-hmm. I instantly got all excited for Fifth Brother and Seventh Sister. And I was like, "Oh my god, I can play more Star Wars Rebel stuff now." So I'm like, getting into the cards, and I have the most to say about these because they're so cool. <laughs> and I'm gonna try to keep it brief because I don't want to, I don't want to harp too much on it all night. But um, they are awesome. Um, and I'm not even an Empire player, um, but I like yeah. playing fun Empire stuff. And this to me is fun Empire stuff. Um, so we've got Fifth Brother. Six health, two courage, surge to hit, red defense dice, two speed, Dauntless, block, enrage two, and immune pierce. Uh awesome. <laughs> it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, built in uh, his melee attack, five black, with impact two, pierce one, and get this Ram two.
1: Ram I know. is it's... back. <laughs> Ram.
0: Ram is back. And you know what? Fifth brother, sure. Give it to him. <laughs> Give it to. Yeah, Give it to I'm... that mean man. Yeah. Um. And built-in thrown lightsaber attack. Built-in lightsaber throw. Three black. Yeah. Impact two. Pierce one. At range which, one to two. Which uh, is make, just makes lightsaber. sense. Yeah. Right. And yeah, yeah like... they're throwing them all the time. Um. So yeah, I think very cool. Then we have seventh sister, who's an operative. These, these are both operatives. Um. Who has jump one, which fifth brother does not weirdly um she had oh well five health three courage uh red defense dice surge to hit speed two uh exact same attacks as fifth brother except no ram on the melee um but yeah. it's the same dice same keywords otherwise um and they both have two training slots and one force slot um her keywords though she has block charge disciplined one immune pierce and two new ones associate fifth brother actually i don't think associates new but i think it is uh I, yeah i think i think this is new it's just doing a similar thing that uh yeah you know, that other yeah. units have done before uh associate fifth brother so during army building this unit does not count against the number of operative ranks uh units if you include fifth brother included in the same army so yeah if fifth brother's in the army and you and you're at your max of operatives you can still put in Seventh sister yeah. Um, and then there's another keyword, Interrogate, which is new. While this unit is at range one of an enemy unit, treat that unit's command cards as having one more pip. Which is devastatingly scary. They could play their 3 pip, you could play their three, your 3 pip, and you're going to win because ki- theirs is 4. And I think Interrogate even gets around Cunning. Because I think this would go off first. So if you even went against a cunning character, I think Interrogate would still screw them over because you treat their command card as having one more pip. Maybe it mitigates, like maybe, maybe, you know, they're treated as one, maybe cunning goes first. So they treat theirs as one less, but then you raise it back up. So maybe you have to do the roll off, but either way, you're either winning or getting a chance that they're not winning, even on a cunning character, which is
1: kind of crazy to me, but very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. And uh, like instantly, I just think, oh man, the list that just has Op Vader and Fifth Brother and and Sister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've
0: seen it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh,
1: goodbye, Jedi. Right, like you just you could have one of them on each part of the battlefield, just hacking guys up, <laughs> like not even worried about it.
0: Speaking of goodbye, Jedi. Their unique training upgrade that they got that is fifth brother or seventh sister only is Inquisitorious Training. This is going to be so nuts. It Uh, is crazy. This unit gains Demoralize 1. Okay, great. Then, when a unit in range 1 exhausts a force upgrade, you may roll a red defense dice, and on a block or surge result, which is like 50-50, you cancel the effect, and the upgrade remains exhausted. That
1: is so dirty <laughs> against I, a Jedi. <laughs> I, I know that there are a lot of good training slots like cards out there, but I I feel like this is just stapled.
0: Oh, yeah. If you're bringing like, them, you have to t- I, I feel like you, you I, must take this.
1: Yeah, I feel like you just put it on there. There's no reason not to. It.
0: So then they also have command card. They showed off a lot of command cards. I don't want to yeah. dive too much into them, but there is one that I would like to point out uh, but I, uh, two that I'll probably point out, but I'm going to actually tell you about the list that I'm wanting to play with them before we, and then I'll reference the cards and why they are okay important. So Hit us the list that I've wanting to, that I'm wanting to play with them is actually a skirmish list, believe it or not. And oh, it's, and it's, uh, I call it hunt the Jedi and yep. it's a star okay. Wars rebels themed skirmish list. So this is a thematic yeah. list. Um, which as is you led, do yeah led by agent <laughs> Callus.
1: yep okay
0: um then operative fifth brother and seventh sister which is only allowed because of associate otherwise yep. you would not be able to do this in skirmish you can only have one operative but right. because of that rule two operatives and then two stormtroopers so two units of stormtroopers that I ideally am picturing just go with Callus and they go play objective and then fifth brother and seventh sister hunt down your opponent's leader, uh, <laughs> right. your other hero characters and just gank them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So kit wise, for Agent Callus, I gave him vigilance, I gave him hunter, and I gave him his bow staff rifle. Yeah. yeah. Um. And he can swap that to melee if he needs to for some if you're going against a really particularly tough foe or maybe the objective is just kill them all. So uh, he can swap that to his melee and dive into this melee and all three of these characters could really go on somebody. Um, uh, one stormtrooper I have equipped with Gideon Hask just because I like Gideon. Uh, and then one stormtrooper I have with a 21 and a specialist just because. Um, so that's those guys. Fifth Brother and Seventh Sister, I have built the same way, and I think this is how I'm going to build them, no matter what list I put them in. Okay. Inquisitorious Training, Hunter, and Fear. So, no Force Push, no Force Reflexes, but Inquisitorious Training, because we just talked about how crazy it is. Then, Fear... And the reason I want fear is because now with Inquisitorious Training, both of those units are demoralized too. So every time they're activating, something at range of them is getting two suppression tokens. So if both of these guys, imagine both of these guys are going after one character. After both of them activate, that character, bare minimum, aside from either being dead or being severely wounded after both of them crash into you, is now going to also have four suppression and that's not, and that's before, Yikes. that's before you do like, if you did saber throws, like say you just got them in range and you just did like a saber throw, That that's another suppression. They both did a saber throw. That's six suppression. If your goal is to suppress them out, you can just do six suppression in one turn. <laughs> you can, you can just panic somebody really fast. Um, And yeah. one of those command cards that plays into that build is seven sisters, three pip. You hide your fear. Well, seven sister in two units. The effect is Seventh Sister gains Demoralize 1, so that's stacking. Now she has Demoralize 3 that turn. While units are at range 1 of Seventh Sister are suppressed, they re-roll one fewer die when spending aim tokens. So you're panicking them all up, then you play this card, you get them even more panicked, and when they're trying to fight you with their 1 attack because they're suppressed, uh, they can't even roll their aims properly. So they're not doing a great job fighting you back. Yeah. So I think that's a fun combo. Just all the demor- stacking, all the demoralized. And if I bring a li- and I and if I do a list where Vader's there, fear put him on him too, <laughs> and then play uh, the Master of Evil where everyone gets three suppression, <laughs> and just panic your opponent's army so where they just can't do anything. Jeez. Yep. It's a it's a scary idea. The other reason that i put the other upgrade was hunter and the reason i picked that was a it felt thematic you know you're attacking a jedi yeah just get a free yeah. get a free aim but it also helps with fifth brother's card would you question me or sorry you would question me um which is an order a card that gives an order to fifth brother and seventh sister and they gain a permanent effect for the rest of the game. So this is probably my turn one card every time. Um, When fifth brother gains an aim token, seventh sister gains a dodge token. When fifth brother gains a dodge token, seventh sister gains an aim token. When either unit gains an aim or a dodge, the other unit may gain an immobilized token. If they do, the first unit gains an additional token of the same type. So Hunter would give aim tokens which would give Seven Sister a free dodge token. And then when either unit gains an aim or dodge, the other unit may spend an immobilized token, and if they do, the first unit gains an additional token of the same type. So if you're, like, where you need to be, you could, like, green token up real fast. Yeah. And be like, we're ready for the fight. <laughs> like, we're ready to go. And Fifth Brother is getting those free aims from Hunter, and Seven Sister is getting free dodges for, like, the smack back so it's and and potentially you might be able to give them another one depending on how the work i'm very i'm going to be very interested on the timing of this card and how it works but um if you're where you need to be and you're like locked and you're ready to fight your opponent you can just immobilize yourself a bunch and just start gaining a bunch of tokens uh through these interactions which i think fun cool do it <laughs> so yeah cool stuff so i'm excited to say the least to play fifth brother seventh sister and either Callus or vader in some lists and just be like bring me the jedi (laughs) show me where the jedi is and i will destroy him
1: (laughs) yeah there should be some fun stuff with those and like you said just the the being able to kind of like break the rules on bringing those extra operatives is going to be really interesting because mm-hmm. it just it just gives you so much like control too over the those tokens when you can get an extra one in there. Yep. I, I will be interested to see some people come up with some crazy list, right? You already have commanders that can flop into that operative slot and,
0: and just go to town.
1: Yeah, it's it, going to be right. very interesting. I'm excited to see some of that, what people come up with.
0: So, there was one more thing I forgot to mention, which is
1: two new battle forces. <laughs> yep. How do I forget that? Yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> want to talk about one of those. Okay, so.
0: Um, the one that you don't want to talk about is experimental droids. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, you know we'll, it. We'll knock this one out. Separatist um, is very cool. Um, the allowed units are the Super Tact Droid, the T Series Tactical Droid. Commandos, no strike teams. Magna Guard, but only this new profile. Um, zero to two B1 battle droids. Zero to two B2 battle droids. uh, Snail tank, which is an, also a new one. And there are no unique upgrades allowed. And the rank yeah. re- requirements are in there. There's nothing really special about them there. The re- and there's no special command cards or anything. The real special thing comes with these new... Profiles, so the Magna Guards uh, lost a health and gained a body in the base unit, and that and then they get um, these new special rules that the experimental droid battle force gets, which I'll get to in a second. Then you have your snail tank, which loses the ability to be a transport, but plays around with the weapons. It gains Arsenal Three and it gains Command Node, which is. Kind of like a direct, kind um, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like a direct for core units. Um, so that's interesting and very cool. Uh, there's these special rules um, that they that the battle force gets. Um, Guard Count is core for the purpose of army building and battle cards. Uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> at the start of the activation phase, you can choose up one of your commanders. If you do, put three surge tokens on its unit card, and during its activation, a friendly special forces core. Or support unit that has AI may spend a free action to spend a surge token on the chosen commander's card, and if it is at range 3, it does one of the following. Increase their speed by 1 during their next move action this turn. Gain 1 aim token or 1 dodge token. Add 1 black die and 1 white die to their attack pool during their next attack this turn. Remove up to 2 suppression tokens. I love versatility, Paul. Yeah. I love versatility. I love being a reactive player. I love being able to have these abilities in my back pocket that I can just use situationally. So, this is, I think, a really cool battle force. I'm not a big droid player. I'm not a big proponent of any of these units that these highlight. But (laughs) I think that this is a really cool list. And I love the versatility command, like a, a mechanic behind it. Yeah. What? That's it? nothing to say You're, you just want to talk no, about wookies.
1: I do <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay all right uh, all right enjoy experimental droids everyone um but now we're going to look at something that everyone has been asking for
1: <laughs> oh yeah like that that's the thing right is like everyone's been asking for it there's gonna be some really cool um lists and things that people that have like kind of already come up with I know one of my local guys, he converted all of his like rebel troopers way back when to wookies when wookies first came this. out. Yeah, and then he's you know out. when the new when the new wookies came out, he bought I think six more boxes of those if not more. Like he is a wookiee guy. He made flutter crafts and stuff before they were even a thing. He <clears throat> um he made uh he had somebody like three D print him like big like catamarans or whatever, mm-hmm. like so like and he's he's he, ready to go for this. Yeah, he's he's ready. And just the thought of being able to have an eight hundred point list that is entirely Wookiees is is gonna be fun and I'm I'm here for it for sure. It's
0: Wookiee Defenders, by the way, everyone in case you were yeah, wondering wo- what this battle forces were talking about it's <laughs> wookies it's it's
1: wookies uh, <laughs> yeah um, no um so I, i'm excited yeah it, you can and you can have 10 activations of all wookies like you can it's it's amazing i don't um, know that there's going to be like the most competitive at 10 activations i think you could probably get like Wookiees a so. pretty a pretty good nine activation one maybe Wookiee maybe even health, a pretty though. Yeah, that's the thing is like, can you stop them all? Um, and one of the, I, I guess, okay, so I guess we could go over, we should probably like, yeah, say what I'll it quickly is, go right? through like, uh, the allowed units yeah.
0: because this is a Kashyyyk themed, this is like the Battle of Kashyyyk themed battle force, so yeah. there are things in it that aren't Wookiees that are allowed. Um, so you can take Yoda, Chewie, mm-hmm. Wookiee Chieftain. Uh, zero to one arc troopers, no strike teams, Wookiee Warriors, zero to two phase two clone troopers, zero to one bark speeders, um, the NASP fluttercraft, the infantry support platform, and the TX 130 saber class fighting tank, and no unique upgrades allowed.
1: So, and those, those two heavies can have one of each. So, you still yes. couldn't take like two tanks. Yeah, you can't take
0: like two. That. Yeah, zero to one of each of those. Um, And special rule the Wookiee Noble Fighters, which is the melee uh, version, Mm -hmm. uh, are considered core units. So you can build your army. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So you can build your (laughs) army uh, with nothing but Wookiees if you so choose. Um, They also have a special thing that says the first time a miniature unit in each Wookiee Trooper unit is defeated each round, they may make a free speed one move. So they can. Just, so you're killing them, and then they're just like, "Oh, I'm gonna move a little faster. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm gonna crash into you a little faster."
1: <laughs> it's and it's essentially one of those things. Like, can you kill all of them before they get to you? And I think the answer is no. always no. <laughs> I think some of them will hit you no matter what. When you when there were only a max of three Wookie units. You you could kill them all yeah. before they got to you, and
0: they were expensive. Like it so is, like, yeah. The majority of the list, and then you stopped them, and then that was it.
1: Right, but now it's like, yeah, you you might kill a few of them, maybe, but that's it. And that's that's a maybe with that extra and speed one move you. that they're getting, and then yeah. punching
0: you in the face.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, he, I just like quickly just threw together kind of like a trash list of. Yeah, of do them, and it's just like this is ten activations, right? You got Chewbacca with tenacity and emergency stims mm-hmm. Um, this this still has fifteen points left, so I still could play around with some upgrades. <laughs> well, for some By people, way. that's
0: their competitive bid, but okay, okay that's true.
1: That's true. Um. You got just six Wookiee Warriors just with tenacity. Nothing else. Just so three bodies each, all with tenacity, because if they hit you, it's still not going to be a good day for you. It's still bad. <laughs> um, and then three of these uh NAS Flutter craps with uh the bombs. Three of them? Three of them. Oh my god, you can. Seven hundred and eight <laughs> yep, seven hundred and eighty five points. It's like it's the only vehicle weakest. that's
0: not limited zero to one.
1: <laughs> yep. All up in your face. And wow. um for this battle force, there is the fluttercraft. I just I put these in here too because I just wanted to talk about them mm-hmm. as well. Because they give an upgrade um for them in this battle force. It's something that's specifically only for this battle force. Um everything is the exact same on the fluttercraft, except for they add the addition, additional ability called attack run. And it's at the start of this unit's activation. It may choose to increase or decrease its speed by one until the end of its activation. So good. So, That's so good. for this, for, for the way I put them with the bombs, like you're probably upping those to speed three and just zipping those around the board, like real fast most yeah. of the time. Yep. But I could also see a world where you put the, um, the crossbows on um what are they called sorry the uh, gunner the gunner on there mm-hmm. and you might want to go down to speed one so you can kind of just
0: quick turn do
1: more the yeah pivots yeah. um within things um to be able to get some good clear shots off and things like that um, so there's some really interesting stuff. And really, you could take the bombs off if you wanted to. I was just thinking of like a just in your face, just run oh, at yeah. you with all the Wookiees list, right? The bombs are the best. Um, though. They're so much fun. The, bomb, the bombs are really good, but you could save some more points by putting the gunners on there yeah. and then maybe free up they some could put heavies room on your for on first Yeah. And really, you could maybe go down to nine activations and drop a squad of Wookiee Warriors and then get some, you know, like shield Wookiees or something in yeah. there if you wanted yeah. to. That's and. Just really run at run at them with the shield wookies, but then have the fluttercrafts kind of hanging out in the back, shooting you at their crossbows uh, to be annoying, <laughs> um, kind of providing that cover fire on the way in. Um, yeah, th- there's some interesting stuff. I would also, I I'm excited to see someone do an actual like mixture with clones and wookies and have a very like thematic, um, you know paint scheme and yeah. stuff doing like oh, the yeah. green ammo. And I, I would love to see some people convert to some of the, like, uh, what is it? The ARF troopers or whatever yeah, yeah. And do do some of that in there. Um, that's would gonna, love to see. In, I would love to see in the future, them come out with a clone commander agree to, you know, pe- to I to know people here, have been yeah. asking for that. Yeah. To slot in. Um, it's a little disappointing to me that they didn't at least put like a generic clone commander in, like, as an option, oh, that's true. knowing so that, you like, Gr- be... you know, gris yeah. is a thing, but because really, you can't put a ton of clones in here, right? You can yeah. put the up to two units of phase twos and one unit of the, the, um, oh my gosh, I'm just drawing a blank on names right now, um, the arc troopers. Mm-hmm. I wanted to call them arf troopers.
0: So, here's but... my question to you, Paul when to... Luminara comes out, oh. does she get put in this battle force? Oh, geez. Because she was at the Battle of Kashyyyk. Little known fact. But does she get enough screen time there? Which, no. The answer is no. No. But, the does no. She, <laughs> but does she get the credit to be in the Battle Force?
1: Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> My answer Honestly, wants to what... be yes.
0: Because if you're going to put Gree in there, you have to put Luminar in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Even though I Gree mean... got
0: screen time and Luminar didn't.
1: And honestly, the one that I want to see more than either of those two personally is I want tarful.
0: (laughs) That's true. But (laughs) when they need to spice this thing back up, they just need to make tarful and then you're good.
1: Yeah, then you're good. I was honestly surprised when uh, the Wookiee Chieftain came out that it wasn't. There wasn't a tarful option in that box. Like have a generic and a tarful. But yeah, for sure. Um, Speaking of uh, things that I want them to get to. Yeah with all the stuff that they've announced here. And I I guess just what has been coming out with like Ewoks and things like that. Um, One force that I am excited for, and I know people have talked about it. it I've talked about it in the past. I want them Gungan boys. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely want that. Now that you're getting into all these aliens and stuff, please (sighs) give me my big shield dinosaurs and (laughs) Gungan warriors with their bubble shields. And their ion yes, little, slings. Yep. Yes, ion slings and little bubble shields. I want a core unit that has shielded on it, please. Well, Thank you. When you get there,
0: you're gonna have that means that they're gonna have to make Jar Jar, and I think they're trying to put that off as long as
1: possible. <laughs> Cause at that point, once once you make Jar Jar, you might as well just shut the game down. It's <laughs> it's done. <laughs>
0: well, and the thing and I the thing is, is I still want to see Jar Jar enter the game, but I want to see him done the way that like I have in my head which is he puts points back into your list and he comes with three flaw cards and no command cards. That would be funny. <laughs> and so he's just, he's getting you points back and you're getting to do stuff with that, but then he's a detriment to your list or, and you're like, dang it, <laughs> <Yeah>. jar jar. <laughs> it's, so, it's so thematic. It's like he's he's there and he's doing stuff. Like maybe you're trying to use him to play objective, but then like your opponent plays his flaw card and it's like, oh jar jar accidentally like does two damage to one of your units and it's like ah, oh, di- jar jar come on man
1: <laughs> i it there there's an uh in the lord of the rings game there's a, a there's a character uh Denethor, who's kind of like that and it's like every once in a while he'll just go mad there you and go take notes y- your your opponent controls him and AMG so it's like you, ca- you kind of have to like uh leave like a guard with him to like trap him. So he doesn't do anything really <laughs> detrimental. So that's, that's kind of how I imagine Jar Jar. It's like, I need you to stay over here and I need someone to watch you. So you don't do anything stupid. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah that yeah. would be fun to have Jar Jar just well, kind of like wreaking havoc on both sides. Cause right. <laughs> he would, he'd probably do something dumb and really good for you too. Cause that's the nature of Jar Jar. But then, Oh yeah he would also just be an absolute detriment to all of your like really good characters and units. And you're like, stop, it, please come on, stop.
0: You're getting in the way.
1: <laughs> all right. Oh man. All I, right. I'm excited. There there's, they have some, and again, the models uh that are coming out, the new sculpts and um the new units and stuff, they look really good. So I, I'm excited for the, the future of models and things that they're going to come out with. Cause the future of Legion yeah it's just the future of legion looks good (laughs) we're we're excited even even if you just enjoy star wars and the models like they're coming out with some quality pieces for people
0: yeah i agree all right well i think that's probably about wraps up everything we got here we talked about the current present state of legion and then we talked about the brighter future that we have to look forward to (laughs) yeah um the geonosians and the inquisitors i think were given a timeline of this year i could be totally wrong on that i could be making that up but i think the geonosians are bare minimum geonosians i think are this year um but anything not that was not given a timeline so uh clone commandos maybe inquisitors i don't remember um range troopers saboteurs 2024 at some point i would assume q1 crab droids there too q1 uh, q1 2024 um the re of the old stuff they did give a timeline they said 2025 we, they didn't give a quarter so we don't know when but 2025 so bare minimum we've got another year and three months before we ever see any of those on shelves so yeah but people who are saying that Legion's going to die out that should give you that should uh. give you some uh some hope you know, they're, they, they're ready to, they're like, this is going to happen in 2025. That means the game's got another year in it. Bare minimum.
1: Yeah. I don't, <laughs> uh, they're just, there's so much in the star Wars universe that uh, they have, they have to pull from. Well, I don't, think that's, all of the... I don't
0: think that's part of it. I think, I think their argument is rather that they think that other gate, like Shatterpoint is going to kill Legion. Like they're going to start focusing on yeah. other stuff more. I- and I, I don't whole, I don't wholeheartedly agree.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, Shatterpoint is a different game. Yeah. Like there, if you want, you know, kind of the, you know, 40 K, uh, age of Sigmar kind of like equivalent, like Shatterpoint is not that
0: right. It's the, Legion is that. Yeah. I tell people it, it's like Marvel crisis protocol, except gameplay wise. It's not at all. <laughs> it's like <yeah>. Arena rex. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's a it's a different game it it's kind of like to me it's kind of more like an armada or an x-wing like sure. it's within the star wars universe but they are they they don't compete with each other as right. far as that's yeah
0: that's the being line. the
1: same game right they are they are completely different systems and they each are going to feel much different
0: yep so right. yeah, I am
1: yep. with you. Don't worry about Legion. It's not dying. It's
0: soon. it's it's here to stay. We got we got plenty of stuff coming and they got a timeline. Yeah. You know, we got we, we gotta put some trust here.
1: Yeah. All right. It's Star Wars, it'll be around. <laughs> yep,
0: exactly. With that being said, Paul, I think that's gonna sign us off for the night. So thanks everybody for listening. Um I hope you all got some fun insight and some excitement as to looking forward to the future of Legion. Uh, hopefully next time when we come on we can either talk about um Uh, the new op kit one of the new op kits or something if we we can get one of those events scheduled by the time we record next (laughs) i've I've been trying yeah um and if not then we will find something else to uh tickle your ears with until next time i'm ben Jetron.
1: i'm Um, paul Watson.
0: go out and make today even better and have a good night